0: Welcome to the What's Your Grief podcast. I'm Eleanor Haley. And I'm Lisa Williams. We're the mental health professionals turned grief friends turned co-founders of the website What's Your Grief. In this podcast, we talk candidly about all things grief, from pop culture to grief theory. No tilted heads, no soothing tones, just us and our grief friends exploring the always devastating, often confusing, and sometimes even funny experience of living life after loss. All right, welcome back, everybody. We hope you liked our fancy new intro. <laughs> fancy? Maybe I don't not. Know if I would call it fancy. Okay, maybe not fancy, but we have a new intro. But it's new nonetheless. It's new. It's new nonetheless. Um, not changing our tone, but wanted to just make a slightly more professional intro. Yeah,
1: we've formal. been we've been gone for a little while. Yes. So we're back, and we have some new ideas about what we want to incorporate into this podcast. So uh-huh. we said all right, why don't we have a fresh start with
0: a new intro? Exactly. I'm feeling good about it already. Yes. Um, and we're excited today just to kind of talk about, since we have had this little hiatus, what we're going to be doing going yeah. forward, some of the things we want to talk about, griefy topics that will be right. coming up in the weeks and months to come, um, and ultimately, hopefully get some thoughts from you. All all listeners, um, about what you want it to look like. So, uh, in terms of some of the content that we're going to be incorporating. So, that's where we are right now.
1: Yeah. How about an update on where we've been? Oh, good idea. Over the last couple months? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, we kind of had an exciting couple months, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. We moved into a real live space, an office. Well, well, for those of you who don't know, we had not previously been
1: in a real-life space. We had been in our pajamas at home correct. in front of the computer. <laughs> Which We have a lot of online spaces, but we had never had an in-person space where we could work together right. uh, in an office type of setup, and also
0: where people could come and meet with us for yeah. trainings and things like that. Exactly, and community events. We're here in Baltimore, Yes, as a lot of you know, and as going forward as we record our podcast here, you will hear some of the Baltimore sounds just outside sometimes. We're going to do our best to minimize that, but we are going to be recording here in the office where we are doing some things with the community, people who are grieving here in Baltimore, so if you do happen to be one of the listeners who's Mm -hmm. local, make sure that you take a look at our site and just keep an eye out for in-person things, Um, and though we loved sitting at home in our pajamas in front of the computer screen, it's been good to have a reason to put clothes on.
1: It's been really good. It's good for the morale to it put is. clothes on, to put on pants that don't involve an elastic waistline from time to time. It's so
0: true. It's so true. That is a lesson that one can learn in both grief and working It from holds home. true in many facets of life. It really holds life. true in it, a lot it of it. It does. And so <laughs> I think that's been good
1: for us. It has been. Yeah, I think it has been. And, and at the same time as we've expanded into this in-person space, we've also continued to expand kind of naturally into some other spaces online mm-hmm. um, with some of our training as well. For those of you who don't follow our social media as closely. You may not have known that we started to do webinars mm-hmm. on different topics um, in addition to some of the other stuff that we've been doing. Yeah. So And those have been going really well. We've had about two. And if you're a podcast type person, you might be kind of a webinar type of person as well, I would it's suspect. True. I think um, maybe. So we'll keep you updated on
0: those um, as well. Yeah. So you guys, if you're interested, can participate. Absolutely. Um, So that's kind of the biggest news. I think there have been other things going on here and there. But that's really the big thing that has sort of consumed us and kept us away from podcasting. But now that we're finally settled and starting to get into a new routine in this new space where we wear clothes that are (laughs) real and professional, we're ready sometimes to get back on board with with the podcast. Yes,
1: we are. We are definitely ready. And
0: um, as you may have...
1: Picked up on in our new um, and improved intro. We're gonna keep our vibe the same, our uh-huh. tone the same. Yes. Um, and we are going to carry over many of the elements that we have incorporated into the podcast in the past, but we also want to emphasize some other things uh, that we haven't really focused on in the past a little bit more uh-huh. in in upcoming podcasts.
0: Yeah, one of the things I think we've both really liked and enjoyed doing is talking about the things that w- we see in the world, right. in, in, I mean, oftentimes in media, that we see around grief and bereavement. And we've liked talking about it on the podcast some Yeah. But I think we just like talking about it in our real regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes we see things, movies, TV yeah. shows, reading books, hearing a new album, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. we see these grief themes and tones and we're excited to talk to each other right. about it. And I think when we have talked about it on the podcast, we've gotten good yeah. interest and feedback from people. It just hasn't been as regular of a topic as it could have been. And I think part of
1: that is because we've struggled to stay current with the Uh podcast and that is something that we are not going to make, we never make any promises anymore but we really (laughs) are going to try and put an effort forward to be more consistent and current um, so that we can stay on top of current events. Absolutely. Um, And something that we love is when people do send us emails to say, have you noticed this in this show or this movie or this album? Um, There are definite grief themes Mm -hmm. and I'm really interested to see if you picked up on, on them as well. So we're able to have these conversations and sort of like smaller pockets, but we'd love to be able to have these conversations through the, through the podcast where we can communicate with a lot more people, and we're hoping to open up some channels so that people can provide us more feedback um, back to us based yeah. on what we've talked about on the podcast. Exactly.
0: So we're going to, you know, start out with those, some of those topics, we'll probably mm-hmm. expand into lots of other things yeah. too, um, but that's where we're going to start, and today I think one of the things before... the that before we started recording that we were talking about it. it's just wh- why do we think it's a good idea right. to do this other than just that we like to right. talk about those things Yes. Um, so that's step one we like to talk about it <laughs> uh, but beyond that we think there's real value in having conversations about a lot of the things that we see out in the world and in yeah. the media around grief and I'm not sure that Everyone thinks about it as Mm -hmm. much as we do. Um, But there's a lot of values and benefits, I think, to just the existence of grief within all of these different mediums and then hopefully value in us talking more about it here on the podcast. Definitely. Um, The big one, I think, we talked about first is just that it really normal that experience of it really normalizing some of our yeah. experiences when we see or read or hear something that we connect with that is something that either has been part of our grief experience mm-hmm. or part of our family's grief experience or just something that really you look at that and you go oh i'm not alone right. or my family is not crazy or what i'm doing Is not as maybe as isolated as I've been feeling like it was. Uh Um, And sometimes when we see those things in media, we're able to get a really kind of comforting sense of, of validation yeah. from that.
1: Yeah, it's that it's that universality of knowing that, mm-hmm. you know, you're not the only one, even though you maybe have felt like you're the only one. Yeah. When you see something or read something or hear something that you relate to, it gives you that sense of like, oh my God, me too. Right. It's not just me. I feel a sense of maybe connection with a character or a person mm-hmm. I don't even know. And like if if they're describing it, then it has to be normal. Right. It has to be something that other people people experience as well as as just me.
0: Yeah, and I think we sometimes, when we hear from people and they do reach out to us and say, have you Mm
1: -hmm. seen this?
0: Have you listened to this? Have you watched this? Anything? It's often because it does resonate so deeply with them. And they do feel that sense of connection to it. And one of the things I... I think about a lot and I mention a lot sort of when music comes up in different settings Uh is um, that research that they've done to talk about why people like to listen to sad music when they're sad and a lot of it does come down to the fact that it can help us connect. It can help Uh us feel like other people are understanding our experiences and we're connecting with them even though it's a little counterintuitive to think that we would like to watch sad things when we're sad. Right. Absolutely. I think
1: it's interesting because there's so many different examples. And like we've talked about how we talk about it, how people email us about it. And it's interesting because I I hear so many times people say nobody's talking about grief. Mm -hmm. No one wants to acknowledge or discuss or or think about grief. And it's interesting because then I look around and I see that we have been kind of meditating on grief and death themes since the Mm -hmm. beginning of. You know, art, the beginning Absolutely. of a recorded history. Um there's so many examples of of times when these themes do come up. I just don't think that we always label them mm-hmm. in as this is this is grief. Right. this is, you know, this is this theme, this is ambiguous grief, this is anticipatory grief. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of you probably have that experience of being like, I relate to that element of Mm -hmm. somebody's loss or somebody's grief, um, but it's not so deliberate as they're putting this label of this type of, this is this type of grief. And so I think one of the things that I, I I hope to do is to take some of those things that we see and really kind of dissect them a little bit and Mm -hmm. label them a little bit to, to point out just how, how they are about grief, how they are about death and how they are about some of these themes that we talk about on the website, um, how they really play out in, in not only real life, but in these different fictional
0: scenarios that we see. Yeah, I think that is very true. And I think that hopefully for some of you who listen, thinking about the way that having these conversations outside of this podcast, but in, right. in your regular lives with other people, sometimes it's actually a great way to help people maybe understand something that you're going through that mm-hmm. you've had a hard time talking about. Yeah. And I've certainly had that experience where I have seen something, watched something, you know, heard something, and shared it with a friend or shared it with someone else mm-hmm. and really wanted to talk about yeah. how I could relate to it in yeah. a really personal way. And sometimes that might be something where opening that, that conversation with that person might seem overly personal or strange Mm -hmm. depending on your relationships and how comfortable you are opening up. But Sometimes it just gives you this new safe medium to say we can talk about it in the context of this movie and I relate to it and now we have sort of this safe way to talk about it. Um, So I don't know that that will resonate with everyone but I do think for some people having uh, something else mm-hmm. outside of ourselves can anchor a conversation in a different way that makes it feel a little safer to have.
1: I, I think that's absolutely true and we hear all the time people saying that they've forwarded certain articles and memoirs and stories that they've read to other people to say like this is this describes what I'm going mm-hmm. through like maybe I can't describe it, but in many ways this describes it sure. for me and you know sometimes we don't have those words we don't yeah. we don't feel as capable of communicating about our experiences but when someone else put wor- puts words to it it's like yes, absolutely that. like let me share this and and show my family and friends a little bit of something that resonates with me and, and relates to my experience mm-hmm. so I absolutely do think it's an accessible and sort of a very um, sometimes supportive way. Mm -hmm. Uh, It supports kind of how we communicate with other people. And I I think not only just looking at how we do relate to things, but also how we don't relate to things. Because sometimes there's a lot of insight that can be garnered from looking at how other people are different from us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times society gives us this idea that grief is supposed to fit into a certain set of stages and grief is supposed to look a certain way. And when we see these different characters and these different experiences, it illustrates the fact that... There are a million different
0: types of experiences of, of grief and loss. Ours is just one. Absolutely. And I think that that we can often take and look at how it relates maybe to things we've never seen and how people grieve mm-hmm. or grief reactions or things we've seen in other people in our lives but right. haven't necessarily understood them or felt maybe disconnected from them. And then sometimes that can provide a platform to look at it and see it differently. So I think that's really yeah. important. Um, and I think it can also normalize if you're someone who feels like, wow, my grief is sort of the abnormal grief. Everybody else in my life is grieving this certain way, and right. I've never seen anybody grieving like me before. Right. You know, it can it can do that, too, from both sides.
1: Yeah, I think it can make you, it can take you from a place of feeling abnormal and different than the people in your life and help you to feel normal. Right, right.
0: Um, yeah. And Yeah, so I think it's important, and I think hopefully one of the other things that we want to try to do is also mention that sometimes there are times where there are just really unrealistic things about death and grief that come out in the media Mm -hmm. we would love to say every movie or show or book or you know does a great job and unfortunately and this is not Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think always the case there are times where we look at things and we go oh this really sort of either minimized Mm -hmm. or romanticized or you know did some things that maybe weren't in service to helping people connect with what the grief experience really looks like and maybe instead made them feel bad that their grief didn't look like the pretty romanticized version or that the death didn't look like the pretty romanticized death the Hollywood moment death that we see on TV so I think we do want to take some time to to sometimes acknowledge where things are going well and where they're not always going well I think that
1: you what you just said hit Hits the nail on the head for for one of my personal experiences, and one that I've heard many people say is that this Hollywood notion of what somebody dying of maybe a terminal illness looks like mm-hmm. sets up this expectation that for many people is very unrealistic. Right. A lot of people do have that experience where they have time with their loved one, and their loved one accepts that they're going to die, and they have meaningful conversations. A lot of people do have that, but many people, just as many people, don't have that experience right. um, when their loved one's dying of a terminal illness, or they they, you know, somebody dies very suddenly. And yeah. so they feel like they've been robbed of something that maybe really wasn't ever a guarantee to begin with. Yeah. But we get set up for these expectations about what it's going to look like. Absolutely. And what grief is going to look like and how quickly we're going to rebound and get back into life and things like that. So we get set up for these expectations that maybe are a little less than realistic, especially when it's a fictionalized grief scenario. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I actually just had a conversation with a friend recently about this um, after she lost her dad and was just saying there is not a, a movie I have ever seen that even touches what I went through in terms of watching my dad die and, and mm-hmm. how um, sort of difficult and painful and, and visceral and you know just awful the experience mm-hmm. was. And really feeling like the only context she had ever had for what right. death would look like, sick illness and death, was based on not real life, but movies and TV. And just feeling almost a little bit, I, I don't know, duped, duped. or something, um, that what she experienced was so different than mm-hmm. what what that had set her up to think it would be like. And so it really highlighted that for me and had me thinking right. about it lately. Yes, absolutely.
1: So, I mean, those are a couple of the kind of positive and mm-hmm. negatives that we've thought about um, just in our many discussions. And so we do want to kind of keep an eye out for some of these things that are happening in our in our world today. So that said, we love when people send us, like, yes, tips. <laughs> exactly. um, so we always encourage you to email us with any questions or comments that you have at whatsyourgrief at Mm gmail.com. Also, we will have a notes page for our podcast, and it's a little different if you've been listening to our podcast past episodes. We're doing the notes page a little differently. We're going to have one page where all the notes end up. So the notes page will be www.whatsyourgrief.com backslash That's all kind of one word, W-Y-G podcast. Mm -hmm. And there, there will also be a contact form for you to send us any tips you have yeah. or any comments or things that you've
0: noticed um, in the world around you. Absolutely. And of course, you can always also email us at what's your grief at Gmail or message us through any of the social uh-huh. media platforms that we're on.
1: And with that, that brings us to one other thing that we really wanted to open up to our listeners. And that is that sometimes we get questions and comments or topics Suggestions um, for just what's your grief in general? Because, as many of you know, we write a new article every um, week, mm-hmm. but those articles are long and it takes us a while to write them, so we're not able to cover every single topic that people have asked for. So, we really want to open it up to everybody listening to just through that same contact form or by emailing us, let us know if there's a topic that you would like to hear discussed, or if there's a specific question that you have, because Mm -hmm. we are definitely open to answering questions. A lot of times, I think people are a little hesitant to ask questions because they're worried we're going to share their information or, like, more than they want us to share, and we are totally fine with sharing anonymous Anonymous, questions. We don't have any need to share people's names, um, because many times, you know... The question is something that many, many, many people will relate to. You're just the person who took the
0: time to ask it. Absolutely. And we um, should get better and we'll get better that when we do share uh, something with someone's name either if it's on our site or on a podcast. It's always when they have given us permission and said right. you can use all these details. You can use my name. You can be as specific as you want. Um, there are plenty of other instances uh-huh. where we share things in very anonymous ways, and we remove anything that was is identifying. So, um, whatever you're comfortable with, we can yes. make work. Absolutely. So this is kind of just a quick
1: podcast today because yep. I think we wanted to. To reconnect with everybody yep. and to let you know where we are headed. But we will be back. We will be back soon.
0: <laughs> we, can, soon. we can definitely Very promise soon. that
1: um, with the next installment of our podcast. And we can't wait to kind of embark on this next
0: leg. Yep.